Yo, what's good? It's your boy, SB Report 706. This is the Urban Nation Report, the unofficial official podcast of Falcons Twitter. We are here on a Victory Tuesday, celebrating our Falcons 23-20 to win against the New York Giants. Just like most Falcons games, it was ugly. It came down to the wire for seemingly no reason. There's no reason this game should have been this close. But we are celebrating this Victory Tuesday with your now 3-4 and four Atlanta Falcons. We are slowly creeping up in the in the standings, so we have our usual host. We have a local Falcons Twitter legend at uh, Lethal Saint underscore Give Queen, also local uh, Twitter host. And then we have the Don <laughs> holding down. Then we have we have the the bearded legend Josh Twenty Two, and we have the, uh, we have a special guest this week, uh, Coach Mario. What, what's, what's going on? Chilling, chilling, chilling. Chillin'. All right, so we're gonna jump right into it. So, like I said when we started, we won the game. In typical Falcons uh, heart attack fashion. Uh, so, what are y'all's thoughts? What are y'all's thoughts in the game, man? I know this was just yesterday. But I'm sure y'all got some hot takes you want to get out. So, we're gonna start with Josh. What do you got? Um, it was a good team win. Um, I'm just really concerned with the with the cornerback play from from guys that we really are dependent on. But um, and I don't want to take too much from it because it is the Giants and they're not that good. But it's a win, so I'll take it for now. Don, what you got? Um, I just hope our offensive line played better. But, you know, we lost Brandon Fusco for the rest of the season. Like, I'm getting tired of these damn injuries. One week is down one player after another. Um, Offert is really missing. Offert, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop blaming it on him. I'm going to stop blaming Offert's play for not having Rico back there with him. Offered just, I don't know what the hell going on with him, man. I just, I really don't understand what the hell going on with him. Like, you know how, you know my my hate and my hot takes on Brian Poole. Well, I'm gonna chill out on Brian Poole this week. Brian Poole played okay yesterday. He played better than dog on on Alfred. Alfred was targeted. Wait, I want to say seven or nine times, and each time, each time the receiver called a pass on him. Well, Brian Poole, according to PFF, was the highest-rated Falcons defender yesterday. So, See? <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. <laughs> shout out, to, oh, shout out to Brian Poole. Woo. Oh man, Giff, what, what were your thoughts in the game? Man, I'm just trying to question if we were really that good, or if the Giants were really that bad. Mm. You're you're now one in six Giants. Yeah, so. after taking that picture on that fucking yacht with what's his name Trey Songs, bruh, y'all should never took that picture because y'all been downhill ever since then. Boats and hoes, boats and hoes, yes, all day. So, uh, Mario, what are your thoughts on the game, man? Depend on your defense. Offense is unpredictable. Defense mm. came out. They got timely stops, timely pressure on the quarterback. That's what we needed. That's what you need to win football games. Matt was a leader. He did what he had to do on offense. That's how you win. I want to see more of that. Yeah, well, I think we we hit the the magic number we needed last year to be successful with our hurt defense. So the magic number, I believe, last year is if we could have hit 23 points a game, if we'd have hit 23 points against the Eagles in the playoffs last year, I believe we'd have won that game, if I'm not mistaken. But – we hit the magic number. This week was low by Falcon standards by the last couple of weeks as far as the points we're putting up, but we're scoring consistently. You know, it was a blank first quarter, but we scored in three quarters of football. Oh, shit. Damn, we got blanked out in two quarters. I'm sorry. 
first quarter, third quarter, we didn't score, but we scored when we needed to in the fourth. Um, my thoughts of the game were I'm glad we won. I'm glad that we're getting a lot of people involved. I believe Matt Ryan hit 10 different receivers yesterday, which is very impressive. Um, overall, just a good team win. I'm glad to have Grady Jarrett back. Looked like he energized the defense. Um, great to have a, a kicker come off the street and knock a 56-yard field goal, which is great. Shout out to your mans. I can't pronounce his name. My, uh, my Italian brother-in-law, uh, Giorgio Tavascio. I call him Giorgio Armani. <laughs> okay, so Giorgio Armani, a.k.a. Giorgio Tavascio, was 3-for-3, three 100% with a long of 56 yards. So that that's probably the most impressive thing to me, man. That He could have easily missed those kicks and we'd be having a different podcast today. So shout out to Giorgio to Tavascio. So. But, yeah, great game, great win. And, uh, yeah, I think those are all our takes. But the, the biggest thing I think that we all are most impressed by, anybody that's a Falcons fan, is the defense. Now, somebody tweeted, somebody tweeted on Twitter, and I was kind of – kind of trolling them. They said, oh, you know, when we shut down Saquon Barkley, and I responded on PS4 and Xbox One because there was no way in hell <laughs> watching the, the earlier games this season what other running backs have done to us that we stopped Saquon Barkley, one of the best running backs in the league in his rookie of the year and a easy shoe-in for uh, rookie of the year. Going to have to battle out with our guy Calvin Ridley, but – yeah, they look, I would not have felt confident putting any amount of money that we'd have held Saquon Barkley to under 200 yards. All right. Maybe, maybe even more than that. All my friends that had Giants players, I'm like, look, start every Giants player you got. They're about to go off. They're about to have a career day. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mad. I'm glad that I was p- disappointed. I'm glad I was wrong. Like, anytime I, I kind of troll on Twitter like that, I will happily be wrong if we shut down Saquon Barkley. Like, if that's what we have to do to get to reverse engineer our defense playing good, I will slander the defense every week. Like if that's what you got to do to get stops. Hey, so be it. So, 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 how impressed were you with the defense? Like, what, what really stood out to you guys? Tackling, um, yeah, tackling, tackling, mm. getting guys on the ground. Guys didn't break as many tackling, ta- as many tackles, and the number of black jerseys that were flying to the football. So, so can we end the black jersey curse thing now that we stopped Saquon Barkley? Are they are they uncursed now? Can we just make those regular uniforms? That's we need to sign a petition to get those as regular uniforms, man. That's that's my personal preference. But yeah, defense played great. Um, yeah, I Saquon Barkley, we're the first team to hold him under 100 yards rushing, man. Which is considering all the injuries we have on our defense, never would have thought that. Never in a million years would have thought that. So very very impressed. Yeah, that shit was shocking as hell. I really didn't think. I was like, y'all are so fucking retarded saying that we're gonna stop. Uh, Saquon, and we we did so. Shit, I'm very proud of the defense with that aspect, um, and all the sacks that they got too. Yeah, front seven played great yesterday. <clears throat> um, well, the D line played great, but you know when the D line played good, it makes the linebackers look good too. Yeah. Yep. So, so. Yeah, so I know. Oh, go ahead, Mario. I like Olakon. Oh yeah, Olakon gonna be okay. I'm, 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 I'm liking Olakon. He's gonna be okay. Yeah. What number is that? Fifty-four. Wow. Oh yeah. I sent out a tweet because I, man, the Falcons. <laughs> we have had some of the worst middle linebackers in the history of football in this Duke. franchise. Yeah, I'm glad they kind of replaced Duke with with, uh, with Bruce Carter because Duke he, that Duke oh, man. Gosh. That boy, oh my god! He's okay. He's okay when he play limited snaps. Yeah, but well, it, it depends. There. It depends because even yesterday, 
uh, Campbell, I, some somebody from the Giants, they went to the flats, and Campbell and Duke, they they hit the dude out of bounds. But Duke just launched at the guy. So had the guy spun off Campbell, he would have broke for like another 10, 15 yards because Duke just launching at him for no reason. It's like he don't <laughs> think when he's out there. That man is pure garbage. Um, well, that's a toss-up between him and Jordan Richards. So. We stuck um, with him, though. But yeah, but the about Richards. Yeah, but the good thing, Quinn, he's kind of like limiting both of their snaps because like Neesman, he played a lot more yesterday in the strong safety than uh, Richards from what I saw. And like I said, um, unless it's probably like a nickel situation, Duke he's really not even out there. Man, he ain't he, he ain't even out there when he is out there. Shit, <laughs> I'm glad they limited him though, cause he's just been garbage. And we can bring in some other people that are much better. You know what I'm saying? Like keep that man off the fucking field. Um, what Quinn? Quinn is a silent assassin. Like he's the type. Like I say, he he got rid of the defensive coordinator. We didn't know anything about it. So he, like Josh, I know you get mad. You you can't stand Quinn in the media, but he's not going to give you any anything that's going to be him. He's not going to give you anything on injuries or what's going on. But behind the scenes, we'll find out later. So he's going to quietly replace and phase guys out. He's not yeah. going to tell you, hey man, this guy sucks. This guy's not cutting. He's not that type of coach. He's never going to trash a player in the media. I get that, but it's like, it's like, like, don't, don't just BS, BS us on the injuries. Like, injuries are part of the game. I mean, we, we understand that. But don't say, oh, it's day to day. And then two hours later, oh, he's out for the season. Like that's he's doing it for the other team. Why does he want to tell the other team? Hell, man. But I mean, if, <laughs> y'all are tripping on that. Why does he want to tell the other team who's not playing this week? Why would he want to do that? He's he's, let, he's using my hopes up and letting me down, man. Like, stop doing that. Just just send us <laughs> emails, man. Send the fan emails. Be like, yo, this is what's happening. Rip the band-aid off. Stop teasing us. Like right. just teasing us along. Well, this shit's annoying. This is how it goes in the NFL. You check the injury report. If a guy don't practice on Friday, he not, he not playing. playing. Right. And I get that. Take the intro yeah. for it. See what happens on Friday. And now to let you know what's going to happen on Sunday. <laughs> I, I'll take that instead instead of saying, oh, he's day-to-day. And like I said, the two hours later, he out for the season. I'll take did that. You, did you see Dan Quinn in the press conference when they first asked him? They said Devontae's out two to four weeks. Did you see his face? He was like, who said that? Like, yeah, basically, right. he, he almost slipped. He almost slipped. He wanted to say, who the fuck let that get out of here? He, right. he almost slipped. That's the most he's going to get. But that was a real reaction right then. That's the most you're going to get. He's an actor. He's going to keep it close to the vest. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. <laughs> so, actually, real quick, that's a good point. Speaking about letting the slip, did everybody hear the uh, the, the leaked audio of Matt Ryan getting in somebody's ass <laughs> yes. again? I heard it yeah. today. I just Yo. read about it on Twitter. I didn't hear it yet, though. Dog. Matt Ryan is a true savage. Like, goodness gracious. He was See, Matt Ryan me. is me. I don't even know why they mic him up. Like, that dude's that yeah, they, dude, they, a filthy right ass mouth. They, 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 like, they, they're going to go play certain sound bites. Like, yeah. Play all of them. So I, I, I saw a tweet. I saw, so y'all saw a tweet from uh, Will Blackman. He said, uh, just so y'all know, Matt Ryan's been cussing people like this since he was a sophomore at Boston College. 
He said, in 2005, I once seen him blitz on the entire coaching staff for being late with a play call, forcing Matt to call a timeout. And he's, like, in the huddle just looking like uh... – so, yeah, Matt Ryan been letting these F-bombs fly for a, a long time. So, shout out to him for being fiery because that's a lot of people's uh, knock on Matt Ryan. Shout out to the, the known Falcons hater, Marcus Sniffles. It's like, oh – Mark, Matt Ryan, he's just too boring. He's too basic. You know, he doesn't do anything. He just goes out and does his job. Oh, my God. Like, what, what does that have to do with the actual QB play, man? Exactly. I don't, I don't care if you're boring, the bo- most boring quarterback <laughs> ever. I don't care if you're Russell Wilson boring. If you're giving me 330, 300 every weekend, two touchdowns, I don't – that's fine. Like, you can be boring. I don't care. Being boring has nothing to, to do with the actual play performance in a game. Like, stuff like that kills me. But people say stuff like that. Yeah, Marcus. There was nothing exciting about Joe Montana. There was nothing exciting about Brady. Not nothing exciting. They're actually kind of boring. Well, right. Brady. Well, Brady will give you. He'll he'll wild out on the sidelines a little bit. That'll get called passion. But when other players do it, they're being divas. But that's another discussion for another day. But yeah, Matt Ryan. He is. He's having a great season. He's actually having another MVP esque season. Uh, his completion percentage this year so far is 71.1, 330, averaging 336 pass yards per game, 15 touchdowns, two picks, and a passer rating of 114.2. The year he won the MVP, his completion percentage in the first seven games was 67.6, averaged slightly higher passing yards per game with 335.4, slightly higher, t- ooh, about mm, one more touchdown with two more picks, 16 and four, and a lower pass rating of 113.6. So, to people out there for other teams and other conferences, specifically the AFC South that might have mentioned Matt Ryan not being elite and maybe tweeted that Matt Ryan is a smart version of Blake Bortles. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Heal me I don't with know that. what to tell you. Yeah. I, you know, it, it is what it is. I, I retweeted that out. I, I strung together some tweets, you know. First he said Matt Ryan was the uh, – a smart Blake Bortles. Then I tweeted out Matt Ryan's MVP stats. And then I tweeted out that Blake Bortles was benched for uh, some former USC quarterback. Forgot his name. But, yeah, you know, life comes at you fast. You know, just you can't listen to everybody's football takes, guys. Like, not everybody knows what they're talking about. Sure. Like, I try to be as objective as possible. But, I mean, if Matt Ryan played for another team, I'd be like, yeah, that guy is good. Like, there, like there's no denying his skills. Exactly. Like someone said, um, someone said on there today on Twitter today, saying that um at the game that a, a fan said that Matt Ryan needs to look at uh, Michael Vick tape. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Like, I, I was, I was, I was in a in like in the, in the concourse area with one of the uh, fans or whatever, and it was like during the third quarter, and I guess Matt got sacked or whatever, and the guy he was like. He had to be like mid forties or whatever. He's like Matt. He's like Matt needs to go and look at big tapes to like learn how to escape the pocket. But it's like it's like <laughs> it's like after what 10, 11 years, yes. Matt doesn't run like that. Like he really just started running like these last three, four years. Other than that, he's gonna stay in the pocket. So and then on top of that. His his type of rushing and Vic type of rushing are two different things, man. Like one is athletic and one is not. That's two totally different types of players. So, but I had to like brush it off or whatever. And I asked, I was like, so, so you're not gonna comment on the on the lack of blocking that he's getting? Exactly. And he didn't have he didn't have nothing to say about that. Exactly. But, it's the line. 
<clears throat> and on top of that, what does I said this? I said, what would he benefit for looking at that? Like Matt Ryan is a doggone. He ha, he has a whole league MVP, 2016. Okay, like Vic, yes, he was explosive, but Vic never really got. He got MVP mentions, but he never won one. Hell, he never even appeared in the damn Super Bowl. I mm. I just I just don't understand that shit. I just I just really don't like. But yeah. it's always gonna be it's always gonna be that Matt Ryan versus. Doggone Mike Vick. Josh, you were actually replying to me in that tweet. You were replying to me when I was talking about, like, you know, Matt, after 11 years, you would know Matt doesn't do well with pressure of the middle. That's that's yeah. Matt's weakness. He can deal with pressure from outside. He can step up in the pocket. But you want Matt to run and scramble out the pocket. That's not what he does. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not his skill set. That's not his game. Like... Well, to be yeah. fair, any any quarterback, quarterback, any quarterback, with any quarterback can't pressure, do pressure like. up the middle. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to just put that to him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. But if, if you see where Matt struggles the, mo the most a couple weeks ago, <laughs> the same thing. What was that team able to do? Get pressure to his face. And I will uh, agree with that, you know. But pressure from the outside, Matt will step up and deliver the football. But he's yeah. not – Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to escape. He's not what Big Ben was several years ago. He's not going to escape. And that, that's not what he does. But if you get a man a clean pocket, he's showing you he'll deliver. So give him a clean pocket. <laughs> I mean, Facts. simple. So real quick, going back to the, the defense, I know one of the things that uh, I know Mario brought up before we start recording was in the pressure, presser that – and did y'all go over the, uh, the gang tackling, the new emphasis – on gang tackling? No, we didn't touch on it yet. Okay. Yeah, so he, he had a good point. So the big thing he said that Dan Quinn was saying that, you know, this week really emphasized tackling Saquon Barkley, which, again, one of the top-tier running backs, that that shouldn't even be a question. Like, that should be known. But for this Falcons defense that doesn't tackle, hasn't been tackling well without our uh, top-tier guys, I guess this has been a new emphasis. Then. And Mario had a good point of this new emphasis on gang tackling. So I'm, I'm going to let you break that down a little bit more. I was just saying that actually, I was just looking at this uh, a second ago. Tech talked about it in his, uh, you know, on field post game interview. But, you know, gang tackling is a fundamental that you should learn when you first start playing football. So, you know, there, I'm, I'm happy that there's an emph emphasis on it now, but we've been watching missed tackle after missed tackle. We've had third and eight, and we hit the guy three yards and he spins off and run for five more. So why would we gain tackling when we were getting embarrassed when Drew Brees was spinning off Rocky and pool, you know, why wouldn't I have him jerseys flying to the ball then? So, I'm, you know, that's frustrating that we're both, that we're just now focusing on it. But that's some of the things that I don't care about injury. I don't care what string you are. If we just sign you off the street from yesterday, hustling to the ball and gain tackling should be just part of, what we do every day man that's a damn fact i've said so many times on this fucking podcast y'all get paid to fucking tackle on defense my kicker matt bryant and my punter matt bosher should not have more tackles than people on the defense that's fucking ridiculous they don't get paid to tackle y'all niggas on defense get paid to tackle so tackle like and that also pisses me off that Dan Quinn's like, oh, yeah, we made an emphasis. Like, what? This is, like, literally fundamentals. Like, y'all have been tackling 
since whenever y'all start playing high school, middle school, peewee, you learn to tackle. Like it's, I know, oh, you know, you're tackling someone 300 pounds, whatever. This is what you get paid to do. You need to do it. We Like, why are we waiting till now to emphasize tackles? I don't, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm glad it worked in this game. And I don't, I don't know if it did because the Giants suck or because we were that good and the tackling emphasis actually worked. Well, we're I gonna have, see. I have something to add to that. So with the tackling, so it could be uh, due to some personnel changes. So there's some notable snap counts from uh, at Matt Carley, Matt Carley, uh, oh. linebacker uh, Olakun. He had 38 snaps out of 64. Uh, Duke Riley had 26. Bruce Carter had 20. Uh, Sean Neesom had 40. Uh, Richards had 24. So they're they're trying out some new things. So uh, I know we were talking about, you know, again, the uh, constant Duke Riley slander. But I, I think I've said this before as far as, like, having him cut or release. I mean, I think he will be good as a in a back and roll like we just discussed earlier because, I guess, in with less snaps – I guess he doesn't have to think as much and react more naturally because yesterday behind pool, the highest rated defender on the Falcons was Duke Wright, according to PFF. So maybe, maybe that's his role. Again, not everybody, not everybody is meant to be a starter. Some guys are backups. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody can't be, you know, somebody has to work at McDonald's or Zaxby's or whatever. Like maybe that, maybe that's his role. And he seems to be at least in this game, fitting that role better with less snap counts. So I read between the lines. That means he's going to be in on rundowns. You don't have to think as much. He's not going to be in on passing downs. That's when you got to think. But you you don't think teams going to pick up on that and just go like play action whenever he in there? Well, but, I mean, depend on the down and, anyway. <laughs> I mean, the, depend on the down and distance. I mean, you can't really, you really can't fake the funk sometimes though. Yeah, like oh, really. Oh, so. That boy seventeen, that oh that GA boy seventeen on YouTube, he's because he's in a live chat right now. He said, "Can y'all talk about how Vic just not it?" Shaking my head, Vic should have ate against Joe Johnson. <laughs> I, I, I'll start I forgot about him. So, so yeah, so the, the mysterious uh, case of Vic Beasley. So one thing that I tweeted out that I noticed is that uh, there was a play, I believe it was a third down play, where Vic Beasley forced out. Uh, Saquon Barkley, he he missed the tackle, but somebody else came behind him and cleaned it up. So immediately he slammed his hands to the ground, looked very frustrated, and he happened to be right in front of Dan Quinn. And Dan Quinn ran to him and, and was talking in his, in his head, he was talking inside of his ear like, hey, looked like he was encouraging him, telling him to keep it up. My thing is, for a guy that led the league in sacks, a grown man at that, within his first contract, <laughs> a first-round draft pick, did Clemson win the national championship the year he was there or no? No. 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 Okay. No. From a very good college program. It, it seems like he's lost all confidence in himself. Like hey, I mean Vic Beasley, the coach Dan Quinn shouldn't be the first person going to see Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley should be able to get himself ready to play the game. As Giff said, you get paid millions of dollars to tackle people and get sex. Now they, they get close a lot of times, and that might be the frustrating thing, because again. We're all humans, and I get on the gift point about this all the time with her tweeting at teams, tweeting at players. Like, I, they're, they're humans. Vic, I'm sure Vic searches his tweets and sees some of the tweets that he that, that people send to him. And it's got to be frustrating because I don't think people wake up or 
players like himself with his draft status wake up every day not wanting to be good. He doesn't say, hey, you know, let me go out there and suck today. So I, can piss off, so, I can, so I can it. piss off an entire fan base. I mean, everybody's built different, man. But I think he's, he's really too big trying to be best. soft. I think he's really trying his best. I think Mario had a good point earlier as well before we started. Is I Vic is a guy, and I've said this before, I don't think Vic is the best player on a top-tier defense. I think he is a good rotational piece, but I don't think he is a, a an alpha dog, if that makes sense. He's not going to be your Von Miller or hopefully what I, I feel Tack could be one day or, you know, one of your top-tier pass rushers. I'm not saying he's not bad. I think he has a skill set, but if used properly, like Mario said earlier, I think he can still have value on his team which goes to the point of this being his contract here. I don't think we're going to get rid of him per the uh, hilarious interview I listened to on uh, <laughs> Foul Fans podcast. The uh, Damn, I'm tripping. I can't think right now. His podcast, you know what it's called. It's really good. But, yeah, the according to the fan that talked to oh, uh, <laughs> Thomas Dimitrov said that Vic Beasley is going to be fine. But I think I think we could get him at a good value and you know maybe put some pieces around him so he can we can get the most out of him because at the end of the day if we let him go in theory somebody starting out fresh is probably not going to give us the amount of production uh, that tech we're getting. Tech, from- oh, yeah, tech, tech did honestly. Yeah, guys, tech is, tech is, but we need somebody on the strong side. He's too little, guys who weigh two forty. Yeah. Can't put the hand in the dirt. Yeah, can't up. do it. Yeah, he's too, yeah, he's too little, so he yeah. he can't he can't consistently put his hand in the dirt. On on, on. he can't do that. <laughs> I mean, he's a liability in the run game. Do you see it? He's getting blown off the ball, and then rushing the passer. I mean, he's just not big enough. I'm already looking. To, I'm already looking into to the 2019 draft of Montez Sweat and uh that Grandison kid uh, out there in Wyoming. Like Sweat, Montez Sweat, that boy. If we get him, we good. All right, that that'll make our D line like 70 times better. But that, that's why I go. That's why I say that it goes back to. I don't think Vic is really putting in that work because I mean if you if you know that you're undersized like you're gonna come up with counter moves to be offensive tackles not not just rely on your speed or your or your or your gifts or whatever to be the, the most athletic deep defensive end out there. Like you're gonna come up with some swims, some like some hand moves. Like you 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 went to college with Grady. Grady is a beast at slapping slapping up with the swim moves or uses his hands, period. Yeah. Why don't yeah. you do the same thing with Garrett with what Grady is doing? Like like he likes that's why. Gosh. 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 Guys who are 240 pounds I, can't slap <laughs> guys' hands who are 330 pounds. You can't do it. And he He's likes a little. And he yeah. likes yeah. 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 <laughs> wow, I, I'm just saying, man, like, you you got to be able to use your speed, and at some point you got to be able to flash your speed and counter and come inside and do something. You have to make them think. It can't be the same thing we talked about. Vic trying to use the speed rush and then getting old laid around the, the go, whole field go and push out the, the TV screen. <laughs> but you, you, you see but what happens when he, he 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 doesn't have any other moves like that. He always rely on his speed, and that, that's not working. Well, all offensive tackle like gets you. That's it. Like, yeah. what else you gonna do? Like, go back to that well, Dwight spin move. He he was always trying to do. Go back to that. 
See if that'll work. Yeah. Well, Freeney need to come on back then to be a coach or consultant or something to, to get him back on this game. Well, but is that necessarily uh, – I'm not going to put all that on Vic because if you're – whoever the defensive line coach has to be evaluating this seems every week like, yo, bro, like – is Vic not coachable, or is there some is there some negligent coaching going on? There's got to be. It can't be all on him because somebody's putting him out there every week to do the same thing and not be successful. You know what I'm saying? This is the thing. Why has why Tack been more successful than Vic? Tack is a different animal. Tack is a. It's all mentality. Don't stop, man. He's he dark skin. He's dark skin. Oh no! I told you. It ain't. It ain't. It ain't just that. It ain't just that. Oh. Ooh. So uh, I don't think that's right. Hold on, man. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading. Tag listed at six. And he ain't got an east point, and he ain't got an east point. Uh, they say Tack is two fifty. I nah, nah, right. easy. He's two sixty five. So and, and like Mario just said, a guy that's two forty five and a half can't put it. Whoa, yo, these websites what? are wild. This one website has him listed at two thirty, which is oh. What are, we, what are we doing here? Like, he really, what, what, who's running the internet right now? You must be looking on rivals when he was in 10th grade. Right now, they say 230? Nah, I got that shit wrong. All right, let's go to pro football first. What they say? Yeah, but that, that's that's the point. They're two different guys. They're both built different. Like, Vic seems like he's down. Everywhere is saying he's 230. I know it's not true. But Vic is built a bit different. He, I feel like he's like all arms, no legs. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that's not that's not gonna help you play defense tackle. He's built like a linebacker who does arm day a lot more than <laughs> this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like he doesn't he doesn't have the the, the tree trunks are like the announcers uh touch themselves over talking about Saquon Parkley's uh quads oh, and thighs. Like, that was so annoying. <laughs> yo, I'm like, bruh. And and I know somebody tweeted they're like, oh, get off his nuts or whatever, but for what it's worth, his, back, as a running back, you're supposed to have good quads. Like, come on, you, you're right. But I, I'm, I'm gonna give him credit, man. That man was doing what 650 on the squad for reps. That's impressive. Yes, I don't care who you are. That's, that's yeah. out of control. Like, bro, my back hurts thinking about 650 on anything. Like, Dog. and the TV kept know, zooming in you, on his thighs and shit. But, I was like, uh, what are y'all doing? But you know who stopped? <laughs> you know who uh stopped uh Barkley in the middle though? Who? Person who can who can lift um, more than him. So mm. not that, that is that is a fact, but I mean, Sonat's a defensive tackle, so Sonat can get in the weights too. I mean, like, he's a defensive tackle; he should be hitting. He that should much. be, but still, like, wow! What yo? Everywhere I've looked online has tack listed at six four two thirty, and that that is not right. I'm on Roto World right now; they have him at six four two thirty. Like, I mean, Vic Beasley two oh eight. Hold on, let me see if I got these. Tech lifting weights in the offseason. Vic doing Zumba. Wow. (laughs) Shout out to Jazzercise. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, that don't make no sense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But but to wrap up the Vic Beasley thing, man, what what are y'all's thoughts? Is Vic come? Oh my God. All right, so real quick before you button this up, the same website, Roto World, has Vic Beasley. The same site that has Tack McKinley at 6'4", 230, they have Vic Beasley listed at 6'3", 246. Huh? What? I need to get higher on what he sees. I can go online and make up stuff like this. This is ridiculous. But if that was the case, that makes it even worse, though. You know what I'm saying? 
That makes it even worse, but I, right. I think that's BS. But anyways, with Vic Beasley, uh, do we resign Vic Beasley? Yes or no, Josh? Yeah, but it's gonna be somewhat of a quote-unquote hometown discount because he his, his numbers doesn't doesn't equate to like an average uh, payday for him. Okay, gift queen, what do you think? Yeah, Same. Cut that nigga's pay. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. <laughs> Don, what, what what do you think? Um, I think yeah, we need to resign him. Um, like I said, like everybody else said that you know, he's. I hope he's not expecting that much money to be resigned. But you know, I, I'm thinking of the, around what ten mil, nine mil, something like that. Yeah. Nah, it, it'd be like <laughs> it'd be like ten, somewhere between ten and twelve. That's what I'm saying. It's Her, it's gonna be yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hell, oh no, nah. Nah. Yeah. He out there yeah. for one mil a year. <laughs> Shit, his, his numbers are not that good, man. Like, like you can't, you can't have one year of. I'm saying that's way that. too high. Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, per year, ten or regardless. But hell no, Vic, man. What reasonable rate? Ten to twelve, man. Hell, what, man, Vic. <laughs> Man, that's two average. to three per year, period. He get eight mil for three years, some shit like that. Are you, man, 10 million but a year? That's average for, for most for most DNs, though. That's for good ones. We're going to have to market, though. I for mean, good ones. He, he, he has one sack. You going to pay the man for nothing. 15 sacks two years ago? No, no I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm like 10 million over like three, four years, like 12 okay. million. Total. Well, let's say, yeah. let's say, I mean, the season is still young. We're about to hit our bye week. Maybe he nah, watches film. Not. What if he finishes with six, seven sacks? No. That's terrible. He has, he has to hit double digits. Yeah. Okay. And what I mean by double yes. digits, at least 11. Yes. I agree. Okay. I agree. I bring him back at a reasonable rate, but I think 10 to 12 years is way too high. I don't think that's reasonable. I think 10, 10 is high. To be honest with you, but I, if it's over like ten or eleven, no, that's too much. I'm thinking of a ballpark around eight, eight or nine ish. But I, if 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 I was cheat Thomas Dimitrov, I'd probably do seven to six with incentives. Yes, gotta love the incentives. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with every sign only because right now at, at this point, retirement a a budget bargain basement, great value prices. Just because he hasn't shown us enough, and again, like uh, Mario said, they're not going to be able. His agent's not going to be able to sell somebody leading the league in sacks. What two years ago? Because if you really pick that apart, there, like the dude for the Broncos that got benched or fired, like the next week, there he had he had no business being on the NFL football field. Uh, but yeah, I think we'll resign him hopefully, and then we can get some more pieces around him. But to put it in perspective, ESPN has. Tack McKinley at 6'2", 250, and then Vic Beasley still 246. They got your man's Matt Schaub at 6'6", 245. Who? Matt Schaub is big as hell, Matt man. Schaub, who? Yeah, he's, Matt Schaub is big as hell, man. I'm yeah. telling you. Matt Schaub is a big dude. Who he is. is. I don't know. Logan, Logan Paulson is 6'5", 268. God. Yeah
to pivot on that. Speaking of getting people fired, so Woo! apparently the Falcons got somebody else fired second week <laughs> in a row. So, uh, Mr. Mr. Eli Apple, please step up to the front of the congregation, collect your stuff, and head to uh, New Orleans because the Giants got you up out of the point paint after you got torched yesterday by Calvin Ridley and whoever else is covering you. Everybody's getting torched out there, but yeah. How do y'all feel about that, man? Yeah, Apple's supposed to have promise coming out of uh, – we went to, like, Rutgers? I know he's from Ohio South – He's from New Jersey. Ohio State. Oh, okay, he's from Jersey, whatever. Shout out to Jersey. But, yeah, coming out of Ohio State, he's first-round draft pick, and now he's being traded midseason to the New Orleans Saints, where people say he will fit in great with Marcus Lattimore because they both – Grabby Laddie. Use their hands and still not cover people. So I don't know. Saints love getting these doggone Buckeyes goddamn players down. Hmm. It might be a thing. Might might be a thing. So, shout out to him. I mean, when I read live, when I read live in New York, New Orleans. Well, actually, sorry, New Jersey, because it's in uh, East Rutherford. So, I probably go New Orleans because the weather's better, the food's probably pretty good, and it's way cheaper to live in New Orleans than North Jersey. It stinks so, stinks in New Orleans. Depends on where his hometown is from. Where's Eli Apple from? He's from uh, he's he's from South Brunswick. He's from South Jersey. So. Yeah, so it actually weird. worked out. This probably he's probably he probably lived an hour away from home, being playing for the Giants. Maybe that was a problem. That might have been a problem. Some people were close to home; they get you know distracted, sidetracked. Didn't his mom steal his money his first year in the league or something? Didn't he? <laughs> oh, his, mom, yeah. something? Oh, his, mom, his mom is is his mom is really his problem because like she's like swindling money behind. Okay, him. I was like. I knew I didn't make that up. Yeah. Okay. And like, well, like, like his mom is really like his. That's why he's really not that good as a pro because his mother <laughs> has like a lot of drama, and like it, it's a, it's a, it's a, like a bad situation. And he's well, garbage too. Oh wow! So a quick hot take <laughs> with that is, I kind of felt like if, uh, even though it's not as close, hot take tying in with the podcast. Shouts to the listeners out there. Like how uh, we had Mike Vick. Uh, do the horn thing yesterday. I felt that if Mike Vick would have ended up in uh, – where are we supposed to end up? Like, he's supposed to end up as a charger, right? But uh, your boy Eli Manning was tripping. And, uh, oh, wow, that's 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 really cool circle of life. Anyways, I feel if Vick, uh, Michael Vick would end up on the West Coast, I don't think he would have ended up with the whole dogfight thing because being in Atlanta, Virginia is a very short flight, especially for somebody with millions of dollars. I think that possibly contributed to his uh, his demise, so – Get get as far away from home if you're rich for a period. So, but anyway, shout out to Mike Vick for doing that. I'm sure the Mike Vick stands were excited to see their god QB in the building. So, unfortunately, I booed him. Wow, <laughs> you boo Mike Vick, dog? Like easy, oh, man. man. Like boo, boo like that. Wow. <laughs> I know I went to the uh, I went to his first game back in the dome like, when he was an Eagle. And uh, he got a concussion, which shit saved us. But actually, the guy that came in after him when he got the concussion played a lot better. But we won the game. But that's that's random. They were charging. They were knocking heads off them tickets, man. I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I paid like uh, three hundred dollars to watch <laughs> to watch the big play in the dome. Hey, man, they was knocking off heads. But hey, I had to, I had to see this history. You know, Vic come back to the dome, whatever it is, what it is. But enough about me. Uh, what else we got? You talking hmm. about? Let's talk about these dog the broadcasters. Every time we was on offense, they oh man, bringing out that narrative about Julio Jones getting a damn touchdown. Like damn, yeah. I mean, and I know somebody tweeted out earlier. Yeah, it was you. So yeah, it's clicks. Clicks pay the bills. Like that's 
that's a hot button story. Julio Jones, the top receiver, and people that don't know anything about sports or winning or football or teamwork just want to be fixated on the numbers. Like, oh, he's my fantasy wide receiver. Why is he scoring touchdowns? Like, nobody cares. And we won the game. Why are you still trying to push this narrative? Like, I, I tweeted this out a while ago. Just let it go. Like, he doesn't care. He's more concerned about winning the games, which is most important. I don't care if Julio Jones has scored for the rest of his career if we win the Super Bowl. I don't care. It don't matter. It don't, it don't matter, man. It's not that serious. But, yeah, it's just the media, man. Like, But, but shout out to the media. I saw um, a lot of the media people using the, the illustrious E-word referring to Matt Ryan, which is uh, pretty surprising to hear. Calling him an elite, calling him an elite quarterback, you know, which uh, that debate should have never been a debate. That's another one of those media things like, hey, let's make up some new metric. Let's say this quarterback is elite so we can all argue about it and write stories and get clicks or whatever. So, yeah, just like this year, they had the uh, what's the new one they did this year, like top tier, tier one, tier two. Like it's it's the same thing. Oh, yeah, the five tiers. Yeah. For people to argue like, oh, Matt Ryan's in the second tier. He's not like, come on, man. Matt Ryan's having an MVP caliber season. He finished the game with 18 straight completions. Right. Like, think about that. That That's more completions than some quarterbacks have in a game, if we're keeping it a buck. Like, I'm pretty sure I could find some bum-ass quarterback this week that maybe barely had 18 completions. And this man finished the game with 18 completions. In and in, in a game that we needed probably every single one of those completions to win. Like they weren't stat padding completions. Like we needed those passes. So. Yeah, yeah, man. What what was going through y'all's heads when Matt Ryan just fucking chunked that deep ball to Hall? Because I was freaking out. I was like, no, why? Why the? Why? That's that's that? that's what Hall does. Like that's oh, yeah. that's like the only way he scores is deep nah, passes. From, he, had the, from, he had that deep one last year. From my TV angle, it looked suspect. No, it didn't. It was. It, I, I honestly thought he's probably maybe overthrown him, but yeah, he did. But luckily, but luckily, it, it it hung up in the air a little bit to where Hogg could, uh, could catch it. But it was a it was a really perfect throw. He kept it on the inside where Jenkins couldn't locate the ball. It was it was perfect all around. So real quick, back to the Matt Ryan completion thing. I just clicked on the Denver Broncos Cardinals game. Case Keenum only completed fourteen passes in a game. Where Matt Ryan ended the game with eighteen completions. So like we we're witnessing we're witnessing greatness and the guys that are crazy Matt Ryan haters for no reason or un- unreasonable big, big stands y'all are gonna tell you man when that guy when that guy hangs it up it's gonna be very sad days in Atlanta unless somehow we we get lucky and find somebody anybody but it's gonna be very sad times in Atlanta when when that guy is gone so give the man the rose while you still smell him but uh right yeah. Receiver, the receivers are good. I'd like to see them get Marvin Hall involved because he has that skill set of blazing speed. That's that's what he's here for. Uh, we had a couple of Hardy sightings. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Hardy. You know my tweets? I tweeted you every time. Man. I tweet you before it even happens. But, you know what, Mario, what are your thoughts on Justin Hardy? I really talked to you. What are your thoughts on Justin he's Hardy? He's never done anything. I mean, he, the hell? he, he, <laughs> What has he ever done? I mean, he's okay God, at best. I mean, he's better than Wings. I mean, you know. <laughs> wow. Everybody are you sure? Are you, are you sure? Are you sure? Oh, man, Wings and Wings. Oh, don't get me started. Wings, Dimitrov, and Ed Hartwell are my least favorite Falcons ever. You but anyway, that's back different. On this podcast. But, <laughs> I mean, Justin Hardy's just okay. I mean, he's all right. He's, I mean, he's okay. 
Like, we're not going to miss him if he leaves. I mean, Stop. like I said, he's okay at best. Y'all are so disrespectful. Yeah, I saw... I saw a video on Twitter of him on the partner turn getting ran over by Odo Beckham. Why you gotta bring that up? Why you gotta bring that, that up? Because that shit was funny, man. We have to bring that up. Okay, it was kind of... Nah, nah, no, no, we didn't need to bring this up because y'all right. keep trying to tell me... Look, this is what people tell me, Mario, and Josh, if you haven't heard this narrative going around the timeline. So, before the season uh, started, and I had these tweets saved, the Falcons were tweeting these pictures talking about... tweets? Because it's funny to expose. Y'all saw, y'all saw what I did to old boy? I'm not gonna say his name, the Jags fan. Oh, yeah. You saw that? You saw that retweeted tweet. That's why, because it's hilarious when people say wild shit and then later they're tweeting some nonsense like, "Oh man, I got another set of tweets from that guy." I'm not gonna release yet, but it's on the same the same way. But anyway, it's not. People were saying like, "Oh, they have a picture of Julio, Sanu, Calvin Ridley, and Hardy." I'm like, "Oh, look at all these weapons. We got one of this great receiving core. Look at all these guys." I'm like, "All these guys, man." Or maybe maybe maybe, maybe three of these guys because we're not fit to just throw this man. We're not fit to love this one <laughs> man. We we are on the same page because they've been telling me for four years. Justin Hardy, like, why do y'all keep bringing his name what? up? Has he done that? I Yo, keep missing. That's what I'm saying. He can Everybody can catch. I would say for the most part, Justin has has. I would, I would say the most reliable hands on the team, but. But in my but in, in my opinion, I think he he should be Are you the fifth receiver, and make I think we should make Marvin Hall the fourth the most reliable hands because he's caught all ten career passes thrown to him. I mean, what do you <laughs> mean? It's efficiency. It's efficient. He doesn't he doesn't benefit because he doesn't. That's just like saying Sanu is the best quarterback on the team. I mean, that that is kind of the same logic. He is six for six. Right. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I, I don't see what he's, you know. I mean, hard. I'm like I say, he's okay. I just, I, I'm nothing against him as a person. I'm just, it's just what I'm, what I'm yeah. seeing in my eyes. Cause I had the argument or debate I've on Twitter. Never seen him doing anything. Yeah. I, I like somebody told me. Okay, well, how much you like him? Somebody told me that he could be a second receiver on a bunch no. of the NFL teams. No. I was like, no, not any good no. ones. Not any good ones. Because the, the yeah. first example I could think of was uh, my homie, my homie, Alan Hearns, who came from Jacksonville. He was either third or fourth receiver, and now he starts for the Cowboys. And Justin Hardy's not better than Alan Hearns. And Alan Hearns was undrafted from Miami. He's not better than him, period. And Alan – and he starts. So it, that that's my line of demarcation. Are you better than I think I'm saying his name right? Alan Hurd Hearns, whatever guy from Jacksonville who plays for the Cowboys. Sorry, I forgot his name wrong, but yeah, that's my line of demarcation. Like, are you better than him? Probably not. So, and he was so good as a, a starter that they went and burned a first round pick for Amari Cooper, which is I'm I'm very disappointed where that guy's career is gone. Hopefully, he bounces back because he was supposed to be the truth coming out of Alabama as a receiver, but. It hasn't translated to the NFL, but yeah, I just want to get my quick take on uh, your quick take on Hardy because I still I I'm saying the same thing you're saying. I I'm not trying to be a Hardy hater or bash him. It's just Great I want y'all to keep that same energy. I want episode. you to keep that same energy week in and week out because he's not that good. He's not. I want to see what Russell Gage can bring. To, they I want to. They need to feature Russell Gage a little bit more. Well, you gotta talk well, to Stark about that. Well, it's kind of the same thing with Sabre because a lot of people are high on Sabre coming to the season. Man, he man Sabre, he, he fooled us. He, I think he's like a practice player. 
I mean, he had eight cash yesterday, so I mean, but he did. Yeah. No, no. I just, I just want, I just want to see consistency. I, I would like. I think a, a four wide out matchup or lineup with Julio, Marvin Hall, Ridley. Shit, throw throw Tevin Coleman out there. Yeah, yeah. Han he needs to be the fourth receiver and more speed to that. He he can catch too. So Hall needs to be the fourth receiver in my opinion instead of Hardy. I mean, mix it up. I mean, that that's going to create the most that that lineup could create a lot of matches because again, at the end of the day, there's there's too much speed, man. Like not exactly. everybody on that on that defensive backfield is going to be able to stick all those guys. Somebody's going to be open. This is a matter of the line has enough time to protect Matt Ryan too. Get it off. So, but yeah, we're going to a bye week. We're not as healthy as we'd like to be. Again, we just acquired another injury with a Brian Fusco being out for the year. So hopefully, uh, we make some signings here. But I think we I mean, did hopefully sign we can flip the switch. The Seahawks. Oh really? Practice squad. Uh, Practice fucking name. But he's huge. Whoever he is, he's like they brought back Sean Harlow. Like oh, big ass guy. Well, I mean, at least they'll, they'll have a week to get acclimated to the playbook, maybe see some things on tape, figure some things out. Uh, but uh, let's see. It means Wes Schweitzer, Ben Garland Ugh. are now. Everybody's down. We're dead. Yeah. Thanks, Adam Kaplan and your bitch ass. Wow. Well, I mean, I, I like the resiliency, man. Rock. He's such a bitch. Oh, you know what we didn't talk about? Uh, Alfred had his shitty ass game that he played mm. and letting Beckham score when how many seconds was left? Like five seconds five left seconds. in the yeah. game? Yeah. Seriously? Well, go rewatch that play and it happened so fast that I missed until I saw it on Twitter today. KZ almost got there, man. KZ was like a, a second away from hitting uh, Eli Man. He jumped over the entire line and almost got there. It was an incredible almost. play by him, but Yes, incredible play by him until Alfred went and ruined it. Y'all told me that Alfred was better than true. Every single one of y'all, including one of you on this podcast right now. (laughs) Josh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I never told told me. Y'all told me. All y'all told me. Y'all are all raggedy hoes and liars, and I want my apology. I I want my apology. Everybody said it. What do y- y'all had nothing to say last night? Y'all all hush and quiet, talking about how he's doo doo. I've been told y'all he was doo doo, okay? Um, and y'all y'all attack me well, for it. So so, so to be y'all. fair, to, to be fair, let's be fair. Let's be fair. fair. Let's keep it consistent. Like him or not, Odell Beckham is a top five, maybe even top Boo! three wide receiver. You, no, how no, much no, does he no, get? How no. much does he I'm get just, paid? I'm just saying. How no. much he, does he's he get doing, paid? Who, y'all told me he was better than true. Y'all told me he could cover anybody. I mean, we've seen True not have such great games this year either. Yeah, True's been booty. I've been said that. (laughs) This is about Alfred. He he. What was? What did he do? Uh, Give up like two over two hundred yards yesterday. And and the the thing with Rocky that the touchdown that Beckham caught. If Rocky just looks up for the ball, he can knock it away. That's what I said last week. All you gotta do is look up. It is not hard. Well, Look you got to know the ball is coming to be able to turn around, you know. Listen, but. The, on the fucking, um, what's that shit? <laughs> when they, when they, when the college players and shit, they go to that, that shit. What's that shit called? I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
the combine? Yeah, the combine. Okay. Ain't that what they practice? They practice. Shut up. They practice that shit. Don't they do they or do they not? They do that snap shit and then they run it. And then they look behind them. Do they do they not do that? This is fundamentals. Okay. They do that in the combine. Do it. You're a pro. A pro athlete. You're getting paid all this money that I need in my life. I better win the lottery. If I win the lottery, I ain't know none of y'all hoes. Okay. I'll still just wow. do this podcast. I don't, I don't know none of y'all. Jeez. I don't know if it means anything. And it's not like I know either one of them personally. I don't know who's better, but for some reason, I like Rocky more than True. I don't even know what that really means, but he's more athletic. <laughs> I just, he's just, I just like him more. He he just like he playing harder and having fun, and you know having I like fun? I like Rocky. We we ain't here to have fun. We had to win games. <laughs> I want I want, I want my ring. Fun. Yeah, that's how you get a ring when you're having fun. When you love really? what you do, you do your job better. Yeah, really? you work harder. Well, when you love well what job. did he do yesterday? Well, I mean, you know, well, he what was that? Was he having yesterday? fun yesterday? <laughs> Probably having fun yesterday. <laughs> I doubt it. I doubt it. Nick, Allen is the backbone of that for whatever reason. Yeah, I didn't see that coming, but clearly he is because when he's on the field, Rico seems, I mean, fucking Alfred seems to produce, but when he ain't, look at him. Yeah, we see look now why him. we see we see why they gave uh they paid um uh, Rico. We see why yeah. now. <laughs> I have been long a fan of Rico and have been defending Rico. I remember y'all see, I tweet it all the time. I remember when y'all told me Rico and Tico were both sorry. And I was both telling y'all like, I ain't say that. No, I mean, just a lot of people. You you can't judge DBs. You can't judge DBs on on TV. You can't. You, You can't. If you're not seeing the area of you or you're not at the game, you can't judge DBs because you didn't see the whole play. You don't know the coverage. You can't judge a DB while watching the game. Right. But but that goes back to yesterday. Like, I was there, and on one of the pass interference uh, calls that Rocky had, if he just looks up for the ball, again, he could pick it off, but he was playing receiver and ran into him. It's like this. His mental – I I really think Alfred's mental – Capability is not that good, you know. He has to have somebody. <laughs> he has to have somebody to tell him step by step what to damn do. Yeah, but he's a tremendous athlete. Yeah. I go with that. I, I feel you, you know, on that. I know what you mean. That by that. Athlete, yeah. but if you can't put it all together mentally, like you gonna be trying. Get off my team. <laughs> all right, the yeah, and as always, give Queen. Sends things over the rails. I'm still again. I might even campaign for the top, for the Falcons to block you, just because I think you crossed no. the line. Your habitual line. Uh, no, 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 no. I am not. I tell the truth, just like my fucking quarterback Matt Ryan. We tell people off when they're doing stupid shit. We are one in the same. He may as well adopt me. All right, and with that, guys. Appreciate y'all checking out the podcast. Uh, uh, Josh, Mario, appreciate that. Y'all got any shout outs? Uh, Mario, go first. Uh, nope. You want to plug your social media? What's your, your Twitter at? Where can we find you at for your takes? Uh, Coach Mario, the real one, baby. Uh, yeah, tweeting mostly about football stuff and Blasting people who have stupid, idiotic football tapes. Takes who don't know anything about football. 
<laughs> Facts. Child. Um, like like Mario, you can find me on Twitter. Um, only one JJ twenty two. Um, and to shout out, uh, just keep it simple. Shout out, Kason, my little boy. Love you. You made me look bad. Beautiful, <laughs> you got. Nah. Uh, who do I want to shout out this week? Uh, shout out Amber. She's mad at me right now. I'm sure Josh knows why because they went to the game together and I said they were on a date, but they weren't on a date. I just you mother. No, hey, we were. Hey. No. You can fight tea me on Twitter. Tea has been spilt. Wow, you are honest. It's, it's, no, it's no tea. It's all fabricated. It's no tea. I just be fucking with them all the time. They were actually <laughs> together. They look really cute, and they just need to stop it. Man, do, do you shout so out? Bad, do you shout but, out? But, um, Later on, somebody put that they was on Snap together looking pretty. Okay, I saw it. See, 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 you saw it too. We all saw it. Hashtag T emoji. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, Don. They're gonna kill me later. But oh my out. god, Don! Don, who are your shoutouts? Um, just shout out to everybody who went out to the game yesterday. Supported. I know you know Monday night games are good, but I know some people you know second guess themselves are going because you know he's got jobs and lives. But I salute everybody who was in the uh, in, I'm about to say the dome with the bands last night. You know, room for the Falcons. Uh, shout out, shout out, shout out to everybody who listens. Definitely uh, drop a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't. Oh, Definitely wait. retweet, retweet. I got the one links. more shout out. It's a real shout out. Okay. Shout out to El Chapa. Your Giants team sucks. Aha, loser. Yes, yeah, shout out to El Chapa. You can catch me, her, and the Falcons hater Marcus Sniff on the committee podcast. It's pretty much the same thing. We just don't talk about sports, but check us out there. Shout to Black Sports Online, who I write for sometimes. Probably going to do that right after I get off this. Huh, retweet the article. Check them out. Let me know what you think. Check out the podcast. Share with your friends, family. And as always, this is the uh, Derby Burnett Report, the unofficial official Fal- uh, podcast of Falcons Twitter. We out. Actually, no. Shout out to Jack on Mac. Shout out to you. Always harassing me on Twitter. Yeah, you and guys say Sound Free Seven Oh Six, and and now you now you've discovered us on YouTube, so appreciate oh, you checking us out. So yeah, man, it's lit. So yeah, we out. Hold Peace. on, hey, hold on, oh, go ahead. Hey, everybody need to tune in next week. We're gonna um have um Lieutenant Dan and Mad Mike Sports on. Hey, We're gonna do like a hat um mid season uh, review of the games. Gang, just, gang, uh, gang. So. Gang, gang, gang. So y'all check that out, and we will be back next week. Peace. All right.